Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to your favorite one-stop shop for horror news, true crime, and real-life tales of the unexplained. Monsters at Midnight, The Revenge, coming to you in a bi-weekly capacity now, uploads on Mondays, every other Monday. I'm your host, your favorite escaped madman, loose on the airwaves, terrorizing your eardrums, Matt Schaefer. And I've got a special episode lined up for you all here today. I am joined by a couple of groovy ghoulies. The first one uh, I have known since preschool. You definitely don't want to feed him after midnight or get him wet. It is my good friend Jake. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing just fine, Matt. Happy to be here. And with me is another good friend of mine who you have seen. No, well, uh, maybe. <laughs> um, he has appeared in as my starring man in many of my short films throughout high school. He is the cancer patient himself, and his name is Levon. How are you doing tonight? Doing great. Glad to be here. Wonderful. Well, thank you, gentlemen, so much for being on my little show. Um, I've known these two for a long time now, as I have said, and uh, we all share a love of horror, so we're going to get to John here. So, without further ado... Uh, lock your doors, bolt your windows, and turn out the lights. Monsters at midnight, the motherfucking revenge rides again. All right, gentlemen, so I've got a couple topics lined up here for us. Um, first uh, thing that I'm going to do here is um, ask you guys just a couple questions. Something I want to, uh, when I, uh, now that I, have the ambition to get more guests on the show i'm going to start uh with the same two questions and that's going to be uh the first question what was the first horror film you remember seeing and take turns answer them however you like i pose the question to both of you oh my god i think i think i actually know it was Oh my god, I don't know what year it was. It was VHS. We rented two VHS tapes from the local library. Uh, and my brother was too young to watch scary movies. So, cause, I mean, we all were, technically. But he was, like, even younger. Because he he's three years younger than me. Uh, we rented Goosebumps the Haunted Mask, the movie. Uh, it's, like, only... It's less than an hour. It's just like a, it's a, it's basically a kid's movie. But it is scary. I remember that. Um... It was so scary. My sister and I watched it alone in our living room, and my brother, meanwhile, watched some like puppet, you know, cute, friendly preschool-style show with my parents upstairs in their room. So my sister and I were alone in the living room, and we watched *The Haunted Mask*. It scared the absolute shit out of me. Like I remember, there's a scene where she goes to take the mask off, and she can't because it's like sealed onto her body. And I was like just borderline pissing myself how scared I was. We ended up going upstairs when it was done and joining in to finish the puppet show with my brother and parents because my sister and I were both just terrified. I, I think that was the first scary movie I've ever seen. I, I remember seeing like scary videos, but uh, that was definitely the first one that was like an actual film, and it it scared the absolute fuck out of me. Hell yeah, Levon, do you do you know what the first horror film or scary movie you remember seeing was? Yeah, probably wouldn't call it a scary movie anymore, but when I was younger, um, I liked Scooby-Doo, and they had a movie called Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Monster, that's not the name of it, but something like that. Um, the Cyber Chase. The blue virus thing? Yes, the blue virus monster when they went into a video game, 
Um, and I remember as a kid when I watched that, that guy really freaked me out. To the point, I think, uh, like, I'd go to sleep, and I thought he was going to actually be in my closet or something. <laughs> it was a while ago. It, yeah, at this point, it wouldn't be scary anymore, but when I was a kid, that one got me good. <laughs> That's a pretty classic answer. Those uh, 90s, uh, like, uh, feature-length uh, Scooby-Doo cartoons are pretty legendary. I don't know if I ever saw the cyberspace one. I do remember Witch's Ghost, though. I remember Witch's mm-hmm. Ghost being cool. Um, but yeah, good answers, gentlemen. Second follow-up question. In the immortal words of Scream, what's your favorite scary movie? Hands down, Babadook. I know that's some people see Babadook and like I'll tell them to watch it and they'll come back to me laughing, being like that was the stupidest movie I've ever seen. Some people genuinely do get scared, but in my opinion, it is like the most well done. There's, I I honestly think there's zero jump scares in it. I've seen like twelve times now. Uh, it has it genuinely creates fear. Like I remember walking home after watching it one time and I was scared to be alone, like in the dark. Uh, and it. I don't know. It it does everything perfectly. The music, the sound, the acting, it's all perfect. There's a few things that are a little off in it, like uh, the animation's a little low budget. But uh, in terms of horror films, I think Babadook, in my opinion, is one of the greatest ever made. And it still is my favorite to this day. Nice. Good choice. I like that movie a lot. How about you, Levon? Yep. Uh, If I had to say my favorite scary movie, probably would go classics. Honestly, Scream. Um, Scream 1 probably would be my favorite, at least classic one. And the series is in general, it's one of my favorite horror series. I don't think there's any movies in there that are really bad, at least from my point of view. Um, otherwise, another one I really like, a little more slower side, but Tension Phil would be It Follows. Also oh, hell yeah. I love It Follows. Every year you gotta bless the main theme. That's like, it's on my little Halloween playlist. Every year I bless that one. Un- I think it's called just title. I think it's called. It's literally yeah. just the title track. Yeah. Every time that comes on, I'm driving. I just blast it. It's just the perfect like driving through, fall town kind of style. I love it. That uh, soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks. Like full stop. Period. Not even just like limited to horror movie soundtracks. Um, it's to the point where like it is so uh, effective and so unnerving that it's hard to just like listen to it on a whim. Um, like, I have a copy of that soundtrack on vinyl, but it's not really something I put on for, like, easy listening, because mm-hmm. there are so many, like, genuinely haunting pieces of music in that movie. Um, very cool. I remember Old Maid, right. the, yeah, the one that, it's, I think it's called Old Maid, the one that plays when the old lady is chasing her, or following her, yeah. in the school scene. Yeah, that, it's, it's tense as hell. Like, that's, it's one of the best. Actually, um, Actually, um Matt, did you ever get around to seeing Smile? I forget if you did or didn't. No, I have not seen Smiley. The yet. soundtrack. Um, it's on. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's on my to-do list, um, but I have not seen it yet. It has. I mean, it has a slightly similar theme. Uh, instead of like you know people, well, it follows can be interpreted in a million ways, which I think is what makes it great. But uh, Smile has kind of a similar theme where it's like things follow you throughout your life, uh, and you have to like try to pass them on. And the soundtrack sure. is kind of similar. It's like that somber synth synth e kind of music where it's like it's an alternate kind of style but has like a kind of somber tone to it but still has like a comforting i don't know it, it, the soundtrack was really really similar to it follows when i heard that mm-hmm. yeah so i remember seeing that movie in the trailers um 
you know, it seems like it seems like it's just gonna be a gimmick. With the you know people smiling, but uh, yeah, there's a lot more to it than that. In the end, um, soundtrack does a good job conveying that for sure. Yeah, I, I when I because I, when I saw the trailers for Smile, I honestly wasn't super impressed by the trailers, but consistently I like. And people I trust are telling me that it is actually worth watching. So one of these days I will get around to it. I forgot to mention at the top of the episode that uh, we are doing this episode remotely. Uh, recorded over... Uh, or excuse me. Well, if you're playing the Monsters at Midnight drinking game, I just burped. So that's like take a drink or finish your drink or something <laughs> like that. Um, we are uh, uh, chatting over Discord recording our audio separately which i am then going to layer into one sound file i've never done this before so this is a uh more an experiment uh experiment uh than anything else but um very happy to be chatting with my homies i just hope that i just hope like my water bottle isn't like making noise or take a drink i'm seeing like my audacity things ping a little bit and it's like i hope it's not hearing my exhales and water bottle sippings and whatnot <laughs> it should be fine though dude like it, it'll be fine and honestly it's par for the course for this show um even from even when we had like we're using like professional equipment back when uh graham was producing the show when we were all living together in milwaukee uh it, there is always like shit going on in the background and like, <laughs> bumping the mic and there's one famous episode where we played the Monsters of Midnight drinking game uh, <laughs> on, on the episode. Uh, it was a terrible idea, but it's a great episode. <laughs> uh, you, you can hear us, like, uh, pouring liquor and, like, clinking glasses and everything in the background. And uh, uh, Jolyn will kill me because I will never let her forgive, forget this. But it's the, it's the famous episode that she blacked out in the middle. <laughs> I don't think she remembers <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome wow yeah the good old day. I fucking I uh, got uh, my boys on discord uh, last night at like 1am and talked them into doing talked them into doing this I was absolutely hammered last night um, more so than I intended to be and I because I was toying with the notion of doing the drinking game again but these guys have to work in the morning and I do not want to drink tonight. Um, well, let's, uh, let's move on here. We're all gamers. We're all gamers. This is true. She's a gamer. <laughs> She's a gamer. Um, apologies in advance for the almost encyclopedic, uh, realm of inside jokes that we're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we've known each other for a very long time. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, my topic just says horror gaming. I feel like just like, we could talk about that for a little while. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> um, uh, what was Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I uninstalled it. <laughs> Easily my favorite game. I love the absolute fuck out of it. I have. It's. I. I don't game a shit ton. Uh, but it is my most played Steam game at 1,200 hours. I've been playing it since release. Longest break I ever took was like a couple months. Uh, and after last night, I had five games in a row, and I'm like, you know what? This is just not fun. 
So I uninstalled it, thinking that it's going to like make me more productive, and today I realized there's an event going on for Christmas with a skin that I really want. So I might reinstall just to get that skin, and then immediately uninstall again. <laughs> Such is the case. I remember when I was in college, my first roommate, uh, Bryce, also a good friend of ours, uh, he, him and I lived together sophomore year of college in the dorms, and he was laughing his ass off because he literally looked over to his left, saw me get mad at the game and like punch the keyboard in rage, uninstall the game, then lean back in my chair for like six seconds. Then I leaned forward and reinstalled it and kept on playing. <laughs> That's funny. So for, for those unaware, Dead by Daylight is a, a pretty popular asymmetrical horror game where there's four survivors and one killer. The four survivors have to activate these generators scattered throughout the map and uh, which will open up or allow you to open up the escape from this uh strange world uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about <laughs> yeah you're close enough that's close well, we enough have <laughs> an expert here. but um yeah exactly but um it's become very popular because uh they, they've been able to acquire a lot of uh oh my god this cat is going, going mm. fucking crazy of course um they've been able to acquire a lot of big name franchises and uh uh stuff as dlc uh, with everything from like Resident Evil to Halloween to Nightmare on Elm Street to uh, Hellraiser and Silent Hill, um, we joke a lot about the fact that it's just running around a map and uh, <laughs> holding down the left mouse button. <laughs> it's not too far off of the trees. But but and occasionally hitting space. But like I have 120 hours in this game. Why? I pose it to you two. Why? Is this game so addicting? What like what makes this game so much fun to to play? Oh, where do I start? Mm. Now, uh, I it's kind of funny. So my, uh, so in college I went for computer science and video game development. And my sophomore year we had a class for game design, and we had to basically break down a game of ours and write like a big essay on what it does well, what it does poorly, why it's popular or why it's hated, and so on. And I chose Dead by Daylight naturally, and the thing that I still stand by to this day uh, that makes it stand out above the rest, because at least 12 games, I can I can name at least like five easily, and then I can think of a couple more maybe, uh, have all tried to take down Dead by Daylight and have all failed within like two months. Like there's so many ASIM horror games that came out after Dead by Daylight that tried to kill it and then failed miserably. And there was a long stretch where it seemed like that was the new thing, oh yeah. and that was like everything mm -hmm. that was coming. Yeah, there was last year, uh, there was Soul at Stake, there was Identity V, uh, there was even like a Predator game that tried doing something, but I mean that's more, well not Predator, there was, um... I was gonna say that you mean the one that was... No, 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 not Predator, <laughs> shit, what was it again? Well, Resident Evil, it was a Resident Evil ASIM horror game. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, I forget what it was called. No, no, Predator game's perfectly fine. That's not, yeah, that's not horror. That's a fun game. Well, that's okay, but <laughs> that's a discussion for another time. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, the thing that DBD does so well uh, is, in my opinion, it is incredibly basic in mechanics. Like, you can learn the basics of how to play the game in an hour. Uh, yet, it is very, very deep in terms of micro strategies. Watching the game, you wouldn't know that. If you watch the game, all you see is just somebody running around in a circle and doing occasional little tricks, but those occasional little tricks are things that actually take a very long time to master and get down and understand. Plus, on top of all that, it's just different. Like, so many horror games, it's the classic, like, one side has to kill the other side, so it's like one guy is OP and the other the team's working together. Even since way back in Mario Party, 
some of the minigames were 1v3 minigames, where the one guy was usually had a big advantage, and the three had to work together, and whoever did their objective first would win. Uh, but DBD makes it differently, where the one, the killer, cannot die. The survivors can in no way at all hurt the killer. Their goal was to just get the objective done as quickly as possible, and the killer has to try to prevent it. And the fact that there isn't really a static win condition, it's not survivors win or killers win. You individually die or escape as a survivor, and the game ends when everybody's dead or escaped. And then as a killer, whether or not you like rank up or rank down, depending on how well you played. So you could, like I've once ranked up without killing anybody, because I, I played well enough, I was hunting them all down well enough, but nobody died in the end. And as a survivor, I once ranked up and I died. Like It depends on how long you can last. Um, but the main thing that applies to all genres, in my opinion, not just the horror genre, is games that do things differently. Dead by Daylight is very, very different. When it came out, there were no other games like it that did quite like that. There was the Friday the 13th game, which that got caught up in Lawsuit Hell, but even that game was still more so cinematic. It wasn't really balanced to be a competitive game. It was more so just uh, try to dodge Jason at all costs and hope he finds others first. Which, I mean, that's perfectly fine, and some people love that. And I, I thought Friday the 13th was pretty fun. I never owned it, but I played it at a friend of mine's house for a while. I put, I put it quite a decent amount of hours into that game, but I'm a big Friday the 13th fan. That too. Uh, so, that, 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 well, yeah, that, that game was uh, uh, just, like, full of, like, stuff that fans of the franchise would nerd out about, so. Yeah, no, but, I mean, it's, in my opinion, TLDR, long story short, it's, it's different. It stays different in the sense that it's unlike anything else. Like, they're the asymmetrical horror genre wasn't really a thing before Dead by Daylight. It started that genre. And I had a theory, when it came out in 2016, it's still doing just fine. Uh, I had a theory that it will basically be kind of like what Fortnite did for Battle Royale. I know that in a few years, I guarantee you, there'll be a bunch of, like, bigger studios adding some 4v1 kind of mode to their games and so on. Like, now Call of Duty has Warzone. That came because Battle Royale became popular through Fortnite, who took PUBG and made it better. Dead by Daylight kind of took the existing horror games, made a better version of it, and I think that's going to go on to inspire as a subgenre of its own, which I'm excited for. Mm -hmm. Levon, do you have anything to add about uh, why Dead by Daylight has so many hours in your Steam library? Mm -hmm. uh, playing with friends? <laughs> I make um, it play I'm, all the time. I, <laughs> yeah, that is that is one thing. This Jake over here definitely adds to that. Um, but also, yeah, it's... It's the fact that you get the cooperativeness, so if you hop on with friends, you can play survivor games that are a lot of fun. Um, but it's still competitive, which means you can get better and play against people um, and get the satisfaction when you actually beat or do better than a killer. I guess not beat as in kill, but like escape. Right. Um, so it allows like, the replayability is there because it's competitive. And then I'm always a fan of cooperative games because I like playing with my friends and working together. So that mix, since it is a sim, and since it was the first, that mix and its first introduction to the you know marketplace, I really think keeps kept it strong to start with, and it's keeping it strong as of now. Especially with the new killers, so you always have every few months you know another killer drop, and it's fresh playing against them. Which I think like the last killer was the knight from For Honored because they had a collaboration, which is plays very yeah. differently than like. Uh, Ghostface or Myers, for example. Yeah, and that's what is always so interesting is not only like uh, if you uh, play as the killer, uh, learning a completely new play style, but 
you also learn a lot playing as uh, the survivors of and uh, what to expect every time there's a new killer. Like, uh, uh, hadn't played that game in months, and then we started playing right around the time uh, the Resident Evil DLC with Wesker dropped. And this dude's, like, charging, and he's got a fucking tentacle. I'm like, I, <laughs> I just feel old and slow. <laughs> um, very cool. Um, how... This is a question for both of you, because you're both here. Um, how often do you find yourself, like, playing horror video games? Because I actually don't play that many like straight horror video games they're either i either play stuff that's like horror themed or is like a co-op experience like left for dead now back for blood dead by daylight and stuff like that because there is a great a, a great quote from uh, <laughs> a, a youtube video uh i saw years ago how the difference between horror movies and horror video games is agency. When you're watching a horror movie, you're watching all the people do the dumb decisions like going into the basement or running back up the stairs. In a horror video game, you, the player, are forced to do those things. So that that layer of like separation with horror movies, I think, is like my security blanket. So I don't actually play a lot of horror video games how often do you guys find yourself playing horror video games or does it occupy much of your time or much of your library i i don't know i think like the last horror game i actually played technically would be the quarry which you know we started in october with the goal of making that our october game we never got past the first chapter <laughs> Uh, yeah, we finished the prologue. The first one I played prologue. in completion was actually October last year. I finally finished Amnesia the Dark Descent. Uh, I had the game for, oh, yeah. God, close to a decade now in my life, right? I never actually played it. Uh, and to be honest, I the was... game's like a decade old. Yeah, no, it's it's old. I mean, it's it's very intuitive. It's creepy at times. I genuinely did get scared at moments. Uh, there were times where I'd finished level and my heart was racing. And I'm like, oh, this is good. This is what a horror game is meant to do. Uh, and yet the ending was incredibly disappointing, in my opinion. I absolutely hated it. Like, it got done, and I was like, wow, that was terrible. Like, <laughs> But um, mm. that aside, I won't spoil anything, but uh, that aside, I do make uh, a trek to play Slender the Arrival every October. Uh, because in my opinion, oh, that's nice. a bare-bones horror game that does it well. Because uh, it plays on a real urban legend that existed for a while that kind of helped define the horror in our generation. We all know Slenderman. People yeah. around our age group all know Slenderman. Uh, and, but in horror games themselves, I mean, me personally, I've always preferred multiplayer games to horror games. So I usually play multiplayer horror-themed games, which are never as scary, and they're not really meant to be as scary, uh, unless you count mm -hmm. tension. Like, GTFO is a horror-themed cooperative game that me and Levon play a lot. And uh, it's not really scary. It's more so just intense because of how difficult and punishing it is. It is still horror-themed, but you're not, like, scared of the monsters. You're more so anxious. Uh, but in terms of horror games, I find myself not playing too many of them, to be honest. I kind of prefer the more horror-themed stuff, which isn't necessarily scary. Fair enough. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of down that same vein in the sense I don't know the last, like, pure horror game I played. Um, most of the time, if I'm playing a game that's geared towards horror, is again, co-op, like Jake said. Um, or... Something more like Resident Evil, where you have some more agency 
a lot of times more survival horror-esque than just horror. Um, yeah. Because I'm personally not the best when it comes to straight horror stuff. Honestly, didn't look at a lot of horror movies or games uh, back when, to the last few years, I started rooming with Jake and we started doing uh, horror movies in October. Um, got more exposure. I'm like, okay, yeah, definitely get more into this. But um, since I'm, I just can't really do horror games that are horror and you can't do anything back against the enemy because that's when it starts freaking me out. I lose agency. Um, the last two years, uh, each year I've taken, um, a seven and completed one Resident Evil game. So last year was Resident Evil 7, this year was Resident Evil 8 Village. Um, I think I'm keeping that going. So I'll at least get through one horror-esque game a year. That's like a campaign, solo-based, but yeah, I don't, I typically stay away from the ones where you don't have any agency and are just running and hiding, because that gets a bit too spooky <laughs> if I can't yeah. do anything back against the enemy. Yeah, that uh, yeah, we're playing through Resident Evil Six right now too, Levon. Yes, we did, which is, which is almost watching like watching a movie. Well, <laughs> yeah, how many I mean, cuts like like there calling is. Resident Evil Six scary is <laughs> incredibly generous, <laughs> yeah. but it might also be Resident Evil Six is one of the most video gamey ass video games I've ever played. Like when you close your eyes and think of a video game, you're like, there's shit exploding, you're doing cool things. You're shooting a lot of zombies. Like, Resident mm-hmm. Evil 6 is, may not be the best video game, but it's the most video game <laughs> that I've played in a long time. Um, yeah, the whole, like, running and hiding thing, that was uh, uh, that was the zeitgeist for a while in horror gaming. A- after, like, Slender the Eight Pages came out, it was just, like, inundated with all these, like, video games where you just, like, you walk around and explore and then hide Outlast. and you couldn't do anything. Outlast. Yeah. Outlast was a huge one for that. Like, I remember that dropped. Everybody was on that. All the YouTubers were on that. All the streamers were on that. I don't know. For me, that kind of gameplay is fun. The first Resident Evil, though, to this day, I consider a terrifying game and really well made. Like, everyone hates it because the tank controls... But for me, the, the thing that makes... That. I mean, I can't blame them. <laughs> They're terrible. Well, the, the tank controls, honestly, if, if at least when we're t- talking about, uh, like, OG uh, Resident Evil, like on the PlayStation 1, the tank controls were a really smart workaround for the static camera. And the mm-hmm. static camera was a smart workaround for the fact that no one truly knew how to make 3D games yet. Like fucking super mario 64 the lakitu like is a literal character and he's like don't freak out (laughs) like this is how you fucking control the camera so like every yeah the tank controls do not hold up well but they were a smart workaround for the fact that like no one really knew how to make 3d games at that time at the very least, it gets you tension when you have to take five seconds to aim. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. True. You have the illusion of safety, yeah. In games like that, it's the illusion of safety that I think makes it even scarier. Is It's like, you have this gun with ten shots, you think you're perfectly fine, and then it takes nine shots to kill one zombie because you miss three, and then the six doesn't kill it. And you got to burn the body using yeah. your two-use canteen of gasoline, and you only have eight inventory slots in the whole game and limited saves. Like, it's all those little things that creates that tension. It's that illusion of safety that makes the player feel more immersed. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've talked about it uh, with you guys. I think I've talked about it on the show. Silent Hill 2 is probably, like, my favorite horror-ass horror video game. Um, 
that game also has some really like sluggish controls um uh, people bitch about the tank controls in silent hill 2 but i don't think they realize that there's an option to turn them off um but combat feels like really delayed and really slow but thankfully silent hill 2 is not a hugely combat uh oriented game uh silent hill 2 just uh story-wise grapples with so many deep dark heavy emotions and there are so many layers of symbolism that you can peel back and uh it's just and also just like pants shittingly terrifying in some moments there's some sequences in that game that are just unrelenting in like all the like the scares and gags that they're throwing your way that you like you feel like you need to like take a nap afterwards. <laughs> yeah, um, I haven't played Silent Hill two yet. I mean, I started. I got the original on an emulator, and I started playing it. This is actually around the time they added Pyramid Head to Dead by Daylight, and I'm like, well, time to play Silent Hill. Uh, and the first Silent Hill is fucking dope too. The first Silent Hill is really good, but that uh, that game's story is just not as interesting to me because it's more of like a culty supernatural like type story. Right. Yeah, no, it's... I don't know, it's all weird. I saw the movie at one point. It was... I think it was Halloween? Yeah. It was on Halloween night. Uh, I went over to a friend's house, and we watched Silent Hill 1, or the Silent Hill movie. And, I mean, me barely knowing anything about the game, even still, I watched the movie, and I'm like, this is, like, really bad. <laughs> it's like It had just, like, similar vibes to, like, all those video game movies that are all just done so horribly. Right. But I don't know. I, I I didn't see the whole thing front to back, so I can't probably probably am not entitled to give a full criticism on it. I've got a, a couple of coworkers, uh, shouts to Mitch and Tanya if you're listening, um, that are on me to watch the Silent Hill movie, because um, uh, Tanya does cosplay. She cosplayed as this dope ass pyramid head, and I like saw pictures. I'm like, that's super cool. She's like, but you've never seen Silent Hill. I'm like, yeah, but I've played the fucking games. Like, I feel like I'm the one that's in the right <laughs> here. <laughs> well, very cool, gentlemen. Um, any closing thoughts on horror gaming before we move on to our next topic? Um, yo, shout out to all the indie that's horror fun. games. Those are always the best. The little games that we all watched Markiplier play back in high school. Mm. Those, oh, like, yeah. those always hold the charm. The little five-minute games you find mm. on Itch. Like even Siren Head. Yeah. Siren Head's like a three-minute game inspired by PS1. It's still good. It's still unnerving. You still feel creeped out playing it. And I don't know. I that's feel like just... horror excels more so in indie than it does in AAA. Because AAA horror games, you need to draw out this long, at least six-hour-long game. And it's like, you can't be terrified the whole time. Like, you'll get bored of it eventually. Indie games can hit you with that one little punch of a terrifying concept and controls or something. Some mechanic that makes it stand out. And that's what kind of makes it the scariest thing. Shouts mm -hmm. to whoever made the man from the window. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and shouts to Markiplier, his OnlyFans is busting mm -mm. right now. His OnlyFans has like, <laughs> probably as many, probably more subscribers than his YouTube channel has. I think oh like goodness. half the planet is subscribed to his OnlyFans. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's fair. Breaks this All right. Levon, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, yeah, I guess Final Thoughts, uh, yeah, it was the same thing along the line of indie games, for real. It is, it is crazy how many there are indie horror games, um, and like Jake was saying, it's because they can focus on one aspect or so, with no need for an overarching, huge story, 
it's yeah. lets you be super varied. Well, the um, same thing with like horror movies too is that you can do them cheap. You can true. like like it is um like they're like independent horror movies is like small independent low budget horror films always work so well because like they use what they can and can be minimalistic and uh simplistic and this is sort of similar for uh indie video games too just go down the youtube like short horror film <laughs> rabbit hole yeah. it's funny oh, those are fun those are great shout out to oh my god what's it called again man in the woods i forget who makes it oh i should know who makes it some school makes it there's a man in the woods. Uh, hold on a second. There's a man in the woods. It is the greatest short film I've ever seen in my entire life. Matt disagrees with me because I remember I put, wrote it on Letterboxd. It's on Letterboxd, and I gave it a five-star review, and I said, hands down, the best short horror film you'll ever see. And Matt was like, well, that, that's just I wrong. It, <laughs> I, no, I said it's not, but okay. Oh, Jacob's... <laughs> oh, I'm going to butcher that. Jacob's Stryline? Stryling? Something like that. Sure. Yeah, artist, writer, art director. Yeah. It's from School Project, Shout I think, but yeah, it was really good. Shouts to the painter. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Flamingo Productions for making the greatest horror films. Flamingo Productions. Yo, shout out to my ex-girlfriend for starring in The Painter. Those are good, though. I, I, I like uh, The Painter. Police motherfucker. Police motherfucker. The Painter was a lot of fun to make. Uh, if you dive back uh, into the older Monsters of Midnight episodes... You can find an episode where uh, Jolyn does a review and analysis of the painter, which was uh, pretty fun. Um, boys, Levon, I'm not sure how much you are going to uh, have to <laughs> say about this next topic because I think it's more it's more of a uh, like a hot-button issue for me and Jake. Okay. But uh, elevated horror. Oh, my God. Is it real? <laughs> Is it real? <laughs> Uh, I honestly, I want to know how frequently the term was used before and after, uh, the new scream that came out, or I say new, it came out at the start of this year, uh, in 2022, scream five, uh, just called scream as they make fun of in the movie, uh, the re-sequel. <laughs> yeah. They missed the opportunity to just call it five cream. <laughs> I, I understand why they called it scream. No, five cream would have been the stupidest <laughs> thing if they, if they actually called it five cream. It would have been well, terrible. It, it's called scream because the whole point it is like the legacy sequel. Right. Like the re-sequel they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Which just called Halloween. But no, they should have called it five. Cream. <laughs> uh, um, no, the... no, elevated horror. I don't know exactly when the term was, uh, coined but it's been kicking around for a while because i think that's why scream made such a big deal right about it right. um i've i've been i've been seeing it for a while now Pro- probably since fucking hereditary came out oh i've been God. seeing it for a while no it's well first off i like how she does say that her favorite horror film in the movie is babadook uh, that may be giddy. I remember when I saw the theaters, I was like, hey, oh, me God. too. <laughs> uh, but I clapped because I know the Baba <laughs> Uh, what was I going to, no, so there's, the term is used all the time and nine times out of 10, it's meant to encapsulate a horror film that is more highbrow. It's not just blood and guts and big titty women running around getting chainsawed and shit like that. You know, it's more so makes you think. Uh, some would probably use elevated horror to describe It Follows or Hereditary, Midsommar, um, or any 
horror film that isn't like directly just in your face blood and guts creepy monster darkness blah 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 uh, and that's perfectly fine. I think that there's a, a genre for those. I usually just call it slow-paced horror, uh, or I'll say, like, you know, it's more symbolic or metaphorical. Uh, you could describe Babadook as elevated horror if you really wanted to. I mean, I do think, I mean, I do personally believe, and I know a lot of people agree, uh, the film is more so a uh, metaphor, or the Babadook itself is a metaphor for grief, and the whole movie is about grief and moving on and mourning the loss of loved ones. Uh, and that's fine. The Babadook is not a traditional horror film. Uh, but just because a horror film is not traditional and has themes of something greater than just there to scare you, I don't necessarily think that means it's good. And I think that's what people... They put themselves on this pedestal. Like, I don't know what the first quote-unquote elevated horror film was to come out, but like, let's assume that uh, it was Hereditary. Hereditary is a very long, slow movie, and it is not in-your-face, blood-and-guts horror the entire time. There's very creepy scenes here and there, and then the climax happens, uh, and no spoilers, but I do think that in almost all these movies that do it, uh, the ending kills it. Uh, I'm getting off track here, hold on. So, uh, <laughs> let's assume Hereditary was the first film to use this. I guarantee you that when it came out, people had a hard time describing it, because they said, oh, it's like horror, but it's not just jump scares and blood and gore, it's different. There's, uh, right. there's themes to it. You know, whatever the first elevated horror film was, I'm sure that's what people did. They, they had a hard time calling it horror. They didn't want to call it a horror film because it didn't blend in with Friday the 13th, Hellraiser, Halloween. It wasn't a slasher. It wasn't like the other monster movies, Frankenstein, werewolves, and so on. Um, but then it led to this sort of ego problem where it's like, yeah, any brain-dead loser can go in a theater baked out of his absolute mind and watch Friday the 13th and have a great time. Because it's not meant to be a deep-thinking movie. You go there to watch some blood and guts. You go there to laugh. You go there to enjoy it. You get scared from some jump scares here and there and so on. It's the classic, you know, thriller music video. They're in the theater watching it. It's all that kind of thing. Uh, And that's perfectly fine. That's an aesthetic. That's a vibe. That's a mood. That's whatever you want to call it. It's a time period. It's a whole genre. And if you want to make horror that is not just directly straightforward blood and guts, if you want to add a little touch of some themes to it or twist it around to make it a little more slow burn, a little easier kind of more ease the viewer into it and say it's not for everyone that's fine but it creates this ego problem of oh it's not for everyone and i'm better than you because i'm smarter than you because i enjoy these slow films it's it's like the art industry the people that get themselves off to just pictures of blue paint splattered across a paper and they're like oh it's it's about the artist's uh, struggle with depression and i'm like shut the fuck up This, this is terrible you're not better than me because you enjoy this it could be a good piece of art that's like abstract and you can say it's good, but don't think you're better because you enjoy stuff that's different than the norm. And I think that's the problem, is people see these films that are slow and deeper and have themes, and I think it makes them a more intelligent viewer because of that. And it's like, everything has its sure. place. But, um... Oh, yeah, absolutely. There is a, uh, there's a great, uh, um, uh, list on Letterboxd by a user Mosquito... Mosquito Dragon. I don't know why I said it like that. Mosquito Dragon uh, called Elevated Horror is Nothing New. And it's a list of 136 uh, films from like all eras that have like some and most of them like released way before we started using this term uh, Elevated Horror. And I think uh, you bring up some excellent points that like uh I think there's also just this sort of, uh, this, like, sort of, uh, to your point about, like, 
people putting themselves on a pedestal for enjoying these like higher brow quote unquote horror movies. Right. Um, there's like this group acknowledgement of it now that like everyone is becoming super purposeful with their themes and their exposition and everything is so like in your face that it like it, it's honestly th- these quote unquote elevated horror movies that are coming out are honestly more insulting to the viewer's intelligence than something like Friday the 13th right because elevate these elevated horror movies coming out are so spelled out and so thematically in your face that um it's like literally treating the viewer like they are incompetent of gleaning anything from a movie and that's the biggest problem that i have with a lot of these uh so-called elevated horror films yeah and that's uh the other thing is i feel like it's becoming lazier too and i had a hard time describing what my biggest problem was with all these movies until i saw might be a slight hot take but when i saw suspiria 2018 the newer suspiria movie uh Mm -hmm. i absolutely hated it and i think well not i shouldn't say that I, i don't think it's a bad movie uh I just did not enjoy it for the most part. I'm sure some people found it perfectly fine, and that's that's okay. But the flow of it was the same flow that I saw in Hereditary and Midsummer and uh, the Lighthouse. Technically, I thought the Lighthouse wasn't really horror. It, it was it was good in my opinion. I did enjoy the Lighthouse. But um, what these films all do is they have this flow that is basically basic intros, characters get introduced problem or conflict gets introduced it's usually not creepy uh and then throughout the course of the movie which is it's always at least two hours and ten minutes it's never shorter uh it's they have little occasional (laughs) creepy encounters here and there occasional little scary things happen that usually don't come to a full resolution it's usually just kind of left up to the viewer like oh they heard something in the middle of the night or they saw something creepy or something they heard some scary story and then it just continues that for the entire film and then the ending is usually just something much larger like it's it's out of the blue like it's just massive like if if you see if you've seen hereditary or midsummer you know exactly what i'm talking about how the whole movie is really really slow not a whole lot happens save for like maybe one little picked up scene uh and then the ending is just massive and i remember i made an example for it where it's like um suppose i make a movie where some guy comes home one day and he sees on his wall there's like small little black spots forming on his wall and he's not sure what it is, but it's kind of creepy. And then every every so often he sees them like growing or moving around, and it, it's creepy. You know, it, it's a creepy kind of feeling to it, but something like directly scary. And then this continues on for a while, and he starts talking to people, and they're like, "Oh, that house was haunted," blah blah. blah. And you hear creepy things about the house, and then he goes back, and the black spots are growing more and more. And then in the final scene, after like two hours long, uh, some massive monster emerges from the walls and then kills him, and then it goes back into the walls, and that's the whole climax. And people are going to find a way to be like, oh, it's about bottled-up emotion and how it suddenly erupts and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, the fucking ending was a trillion times more exciting than the entire film, but it had nothing going for it because it came out of left field. In my opinion, Midsummer and uh, Hereditary and a lot of other quote-unquote elevated horror films do that, where it's just slow burn the entire way, and then it just hits you with an ending that really doesn't feel like it got there because it just suddenly jumped all of a sudden. 
Maybe I'm just shitting on Ari Aster. I don't know. Maybe I should see more of his movies because I keep keep going back to <laughs> Hereditary Midsummer. But uh, I, I don't know. I, that's just uh, Suspiria had a similar thing. Films. Yeah, Suspiria had a similar vibe to that too, where it's just kind of like slow burn the entire way, and then an ending that was just like, what the fuck? What is going on? Like in all three of those movies, the ending literally had me going, wait, what the fuck? Where did all this come from? Because it, it, it's yeah. like you had no idea it was coming. It just suddenly spits this massive, like, oh, remember all those little scary things? Well, now this is like 30 times bigger than that. But it's not really scary because you're more confused. You're like, was I supposed to see this coming? Was I supposed to know this was going to happen? I really don't think the ending to Hereditary was predictable. I mean, you can kind of get an idea that something like that might happen, but I don't know. It, it's just the, the pacing's always weird. They're always too long. It goes back to what I said of the indie horror, film, indie horror games, too, where sometimes shorter is better. You can get a nice little creepy concept going. You can milk it for a little bit. You can have a nice build-up. You can get to some big reveal in the end or a nice, decent ending. Um, I looked at the list you mentioned, Matt. In my opinion, the most underrated horror film is on that list of Elevated Horrors, Nothing New, that you mentioned by Mosquito Dragon. Uh, <laughs> the Invitation. It is... Oh, shit. What's the oh, sure, year? Yeah. What's the year? I got uh, really quick. 2015, I believe? 2015, yeah. The Invitation 2015, directed by Karen Kusama is, in my opinion, one of the most underrated horror films. It does a fantastic job of being a little slow burn, but it picks up at a decent pace. It gets going a little bit. It has you questioning things. It gets you creeped out. And then when the sudden shot comes towards the end, it doesn't feel like it's out of left field. And the movie's only an hour and 40 minutes long. It's not three hours long. Like It, it does a good yeah. job keeping it all together. Slow burn horror is difficult to do because... I, under, I, I understand what you're saying about like uh, feeling like an ending can, can come out of left field. There needs to be enough engaging throughout the entire film in order to warrant uh, a grand scale ending. And I think that's where a lot of uh, like slow burn and misdirection and horror movies can go wrong. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Levon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to add a little bit to what the last thing you were saying there, um, I do feel like a lot of uh, the ones we've been talking about, Hereditary and the other elevated horror movies, um, a lot of them tend to try to focus on more personal issues and traumas and stuff. Um, and especially then when the end is this bigger thing, either some cult or some god or something. Um it starts to come out, it feels like it's out of the field because we're focusing solely on like character or a couple characters and what they're going through. Um, and then it just switches tracks completely to something much bigger and it's just jarring. Exactly. Um, yeah. When I watched Asperia, that definitely was the case. <laughs> um, that, that ending sequence was something. It's unforgettable um, for sure. <laughs> that's, that is fair. Um, well, that's yeah. what's so weird about like these quote-unquote elevated horror movies too is because like there is this like general embrace in these like smaller scale personal stories that are about trauma or are about um whatever else that may be like thematically presented but then there's always still an outlying force so like I, I never really understand so in some of these cases I never truly understand what the filmmaker is going for because it's like if you want to make a movie about cults and witches just fucking make a movie about cults and witches and that's my biggest problem about with Ari Aster is who is he's always trying to do 
he's always trying to like do both. He's trying to like make a culty witchy movie with uh, Hereditary and Midsummer, but then also like I don't know. Uh, entire girl's family dies and her boyfriend's a dick or uh, fucking Tony Collette wants to set her children on fire because she's a basket <laughs> case. And it's just, it's like, do one or the other. Right. And like, actually, like, because then like, th- I think that's the thing is like, sometimes these endings aren't suited, like what you said, Levon, these endings aren't suited to the actual story that's been presented. Mm-hmm. Right, and that that kind of creates that whole disconnect. I mean, I think in all these movies I've seen, though, I have yet to see one that has like bad acting or bad production value or bad effects. They are all very well done in terms of everything else. It's just the story itself. Another one that comes to mind. Uh, it comes at night. Uh, some yeah. people call that elevated horror. I wasn't really scared by it. Uh, it was creepy. It had a decent theme to it. That movie is more of a familial drama yeah. than it is actually. Yeah. That movie was just sure. like mismarketed. Marketed. I love that movie, but it, it was grossly mismarketed. I remember I totally forgot about it until a few because I saw it in college. My college used to do this thing where it's like on Thursday nights they had $1 movies in the theater on campus. Uh, so at one point my friends and I went and saw that, and I thought it was decent. And then that was my freshman year in 2015. I totally forgot about it. Uh, and then um, years later, I think just like maybe one, maybe a year, a year and a half ago, uh, I suddenly saw a video that says, It Comes at Night, the horror film you forgot about. And I'm like, oh my god, I did forget about it. <laughs> so I watched the video about how it was mismarketed. It was marketed as like a classic monster horror, whatever it is that's coming at night. But in reality, it, the it isn't necessarily a thing. You know, it's not tangible. Yeah. Uh, and that's not that's not like a plot twist. That's just kind of like, that's what the movie is. It's more so that's the drama. That's what the movie's about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like, yeah, no, that's like, <laughs> you can't spoil the monster in the movie if there isn't a monster right. in the movie. And then, uh, what was it? There's a movie that, oh, I'm blanking, oh, uh, A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place, I think, does a decent job of being a monster horror with a unique twist being they can't talk. It's The movie is mostly without dialogue, without direct dialogue. There is sign language. And I thought the movie was good. I, I really did enjoy Quiet Place. I didn't see the second one. Uh, in my opinion, the only flaw they did was they revealed the monster a little too early. Like, the first scene, you see the monster full out, which kind of pissed me off, because yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know, I, I like the mystery of not seeing it directly until later on. Whenever the monster becomes quote-unquote humanized, even if it's not a human, just like the fact that you see it, you know, it's there and tangible, that's what kind of throws off. But, again, separate discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quiet Place, I think, did a good job of being a more traditional horror film that is still creepy, it's still tense, and gets you anxious and whatnot. In that age, kind of <clears throat> kind of a little before all the elevated horror started taking off more so in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fair. Well, yeah, and it, it embraces uh, sorry, thing. Uh, embraces of more as a monster film or movie in right. that case too. Um, the second one I've seen, I thought it was quite good, and it goes further into the this is a monster film, and with a little bit of you know surviving with other people and how that can be affect things. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it doesn't try to do a whole bunch of themes and stuff. Yeah. No, that's, uh, some great points, gentlemen. So I think we've did, a, I think we have officially ended elevated horror. So 
I think we did it. I think good work. <laughs> it's canceled. It's done. Ari Aster's crying. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's sitting there writing his next movie like, shit, what do I got to do now? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking four-hour-long black comedy that's supposed to be coming out. Fucking just God. kill me already. Any movie, I, I'm i curious The main one's hoping for a review of that on this show. You, you can pack your bags because I will not be seeing that movie. I do not give a shit. I am over him. You can eat my entire <laughs> I am genuinely curious now. What is the longest film I've seen? Go on my letterbox. The Probably longest not. movie I've seen. Yeah, Gone with the Wind, but we were like in seventh grade and we watched that. Oh my god, that's two hundred and forty that? minutes? What is that? What do the math here? That's four hours? Yeah, that's right. that's about four hours. Holy shit. Okay. Mm. Not counting that though, because we all watched that we were like in eighth grade. Oh, right. Lord of the Rings. It might be. Lord of the Rings, if you count the extended edition and the two parts from each movie. <laughs> Hateful Eight is three hours long. Three hours and eight minutes is Hateful Eight. I mean, how many horror movies are over three hours? Not really many. The at longest all. horror I film I've seen of. would be uh, Eyes Wide Shut's not a horror. It is kind of thrilling. Oh, The Wailing. The Wailing is oh, really? two good. hours and 36 minutes. It's a two, little over two and a half. That was fantastic. Oh, shining. Oh, The Shining is... Oops, I accidentally edited my... The Shining is... Two hours and 24 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, so there's a couple of horror films I've seen. Oh, yeah, there's Suspiria coming in at two hours and 32 minutes. <laughs> oh, Prisoners. Yeah, That's not really horror. That's two thirties being about a, remake, a remake of Suspiria... Is like, who the fuck wants a two and a half hour long <laughs> right. remake of Suspiria? Right, like the whole appeal of the first Suspiria. I remember watching it. I don't remember watching it a ton because I remember I was very high on accident. I didn't mean to get that high. <laughs> and I was watching it, but it did definitely. I was having like a borderline religious experience. Oh my god. Watching, so. <laughs> <laughs> then I passed out and I woke up during the credits. I was like, fuck, I missed the entire finale. Yeah. I remember I woke up during some me, me scene too. involving like barbed wire on the floor and I was just like, oh, what is going on? Like, <laughs> this, is, this is just too wild for me right now. <laughs> there was a... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, just going to do a quick shout-out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can always follow me at letterbox.com slash flamingo for uh, like more in-depth reviews. I try to review everything I see. So uh, if you want more opinions on stuff uh, that is outside the realms of horror, you can check that out. You also follow Levon at uh, letterbox.com slash Levani. That's with yep. an I. And you can follow Jake at letterbox.com slash no oh, you fucking <laughs> zombie, zombie killer z-o-m-b-y-k-i-l-l-r he's been rocking that gamer tag since yeah. fourth grade mm, Xbox since Xbox. fourth grade on my iPod touch Call of Duty World That War Zombies zombie killer spelled normally was taken so I spelled it that way it's available and it's been that ever since <laughs> that is that is very fitting <laughs> and I love zombie games your, your bio is funny what's wrong with my bio seen this before it's just there's nothing wrong with it it's just i've never seen it before it's oh the star breakdown yeah oh yeah my uh my other friend awake did that uh so i was like after a while i'm like oh why not i'll do it it's i, I think it's decent i think it kind of kind of covers like if i were to describe a movie in one sentence it'd usually be that so if it's like a three and a half i'd say yeah it's better than average and if it's a four and a half it's among the best in the genre and then one is very bad avoid if able and so on there is one genre, Boys, though. I... Oh, sorry, what was that? No, go ahead. Uh, no, I wanted to 
I mean, I don't know what the next topic you had was, but I wanted to briefly touch on cosmic horror and how sure. that is, in my opinion, the hardest to make, but can be the absolute biggest payoff if made well. No, oh, I agree. Uh, I agree completely. Bird Box was not a good cosmic horror, in my opinion. <laughs> it, is, it, it was it was interesting, and it was a cool concept, because it is a totally unseen monster, unseen antagonist, uh, but it kind of fell flat a lot. But Annihilation, in my opinion, is... I haven't seen it in a few years, I do want to rewatch it, but Annihilation, I think, does it perfectly well, in the sense that it is both a literal... You can watch the movie and be like, oh, it's a monster horror, but also you can look at it as a deeper meaning about you know inner demons and how we have things that haunt us and so on. Um... There's a video essay I saw a while ago about cosmic horror and how it's so difficult to make, and how movies like The Thing do it so well, where it's like, it's hard to make a horror film about things you can't comprehend, but at the same time, it's like, that's what makes it scary, is we can't comprehend it, we don't understand it, it's not, it doesn't follow our traditional definitions. I don't know, it's a cool subgenre that I like, I think it's pretty cool. Hell yeah. yeah. I've seen a couple... Um, that I guess would constitute as cosmic horror. There's a Nicolas Cage movie based off of an H.P. Lovecraft story called Color Out of Space that I thought was really cool. Um, that one's worth checking out. It's been out. on my watches forever now. I definitely need to see that. <laughs> that, one's check- that one is worth checking out. Alright, boys. Shall we play a little game? Yes. Yeah. I, I like games. Like Saw is okay. I'll still see all the new Saw movies, but... <laughs> Saw 1... Oh yeah, were we talking about it yesterday? Yeah, it's like, Saw is, it's, no, we were talking about something else, and I, I ended up saying that, it's like, I don't we're care, I'll still see all the Saws. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, because mm-hmm. we were talking about, uh, we were talking about the new Avatar. Levon was asking me if right. I That's right, that's Avatar. right. Um, I'm amazed that I remembered that, I was came home pissed drunk got on discord like ah <laughs> yeah you're here um no i have a little a fun little game here so essentially i went on imdb and i have picked 10 horror movies here um i went on imdb and looked through the story tags on imdb on the page Underneath the story section, there's a tag of, like, tropes from the plot, essentially. And, uh, like, these tags can be, like, linked to uh, movies that have those other attributes. So, I've devised a a little game here. Ten movies, three tags per movie. Okay. I'm going to read each tag one at a time. In between... (laughs) Me reading, yeah. Now I'm gonna read them all at once. <laughs> what a stupid thing to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I meant was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a tag and then give you gentlemen a guess or a chance. Each you each get a chance to guess the movie. I feel like the, I'm set up to lose here. No, these are all movies you've seen. These are all movies. All right, you've all seen. right, all right. Fair enough. Um, so. Basically, how this is going to work is the tags will get easier. It'll basically give away what the movie is by the last tag. If you successfully guess what the movie is on the first tag, you'll get three points. The second tag, two. And the third tag, one. Sound reasonable? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, okay. 
I, don't, I haven't really figured out what happens if, like, someone gets it right on the first tag, but the other person doesn't. So we'll play that by ear. That person's got to take a shot. Oh, I don't have any more 99s. Okay. Should have got some more of those. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I've got a little scoreboard here. All right. All right. So best possible score you could get is 30 if you get three points each time. All right. Three times 10. Yes, yes. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Quick math. All right. First tag, first movie. Surprise ending. Jake, what's your guess? Oh, there's a million of those. Oh, if we're talking horror, though, I'm going to go with Psycho. Levon? <laughs> Surprise ending. I ain't getting this. Uh, Too many. Okay, hereditary. I consider it a surprise. <laughs> no, it is, it is, it is. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right, neither of you got it correct. Damn, Moving on right. to the second, second tag worth two points. Bad guy wins. Jake? Uh, and these are horror films? Yes, these are all horror Okay, I'm uh, sorry, sorry. It's love, actually. <laughs> uh, the bad guy wins uh, and surprise ending. Um, ooh, Saw. Alright, Levon? Um, bad guy wins, surprise ending. Uh, now, I should say, if you also think it's Saw, you could guess that, too. You do not I, I mean, you, that you does do feel better than my other guess. What was your other guess? I mean, it was possibly Halloween. It doesn't really fit as well as Saw, though, so I'm going to say Saw. It is <laughs> Saw. Hey, let's go. Hey. Hey. You gentlemen both get two points. If I just copy Jake, I can't lose. <laughs> it could be Halloween. Time. <laughs> he got shot six times. It's, it's, it's a surprise that he fucking gets back up again. That is true. That is a surprise ending. Dude, I remember, Matt, when we first saw Halloween, shot we rented the VHS, or one of us had the VHS copy. We came over to my house oh, on I Halloween night. Yeah, dude, that was the best. I, I had, yeah, That's like the most I, I fall had, aesthetic. Dude, oh, I loved it. I had seen it by, by that point. I think I was, I think I, yeah, no, I had seen it by that point. I was showing it, uh, you it for the first time. Um, yeah, but that was sick. That was like that, the VHS, uh, like a pan and scan copy. Uh, for those of you who don't know what pan and scan is, uh, since old TVs were in a 4-3 ratio, um, a lot of old DVDs and VHS tapes would literally like scan like move the image around to where like the important bits were because TVs weren't uh, formatted for uh, widescreen. That anyway, I actually didn't know that, and I remember watching smart. old. Not even like that. I remember DVDs. Some DVDs did it. I thought. I remember we watched yeah, uh, DVDs in my car. DVDs yeah, that, we yeah. had a car DVD player when we were kids, and we'd go on like long car rides to vacation. We'd bring movies to watch, and I remember some movies where I was like, "What? You can't see what's going on?" Like I pointed it out. I had no idea yeah. they did that. It's interesting. No, oh, yeah, because then, like, there'd be movies that I would, like, watch religiously on VHS and then watch them on DVD, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. I can actually, like, see everything. <laughs> the characters are in the same shot. <laughs> All right. Tied. Two to two. Okay. Next movie. First tag worth three points. Cult film. Jake? Uh... 
don't know if this counts. Maybe it's cults. I'm gonna go with uh, the Evil Dead. Levon. Okay. Um, we say cult film. Is that like occults or like cult classic? Yeah, like cult classic. All right. Cult classic. Uh. Um. Friday the Thirteenth. It is the evil. Oh, let's go! <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Where are those 99s at? <laughs> Jake gets uh, three points. That's such a good one, though. I, I know it's unpopular it opinion movie. that I do think the first one's better than the second one because the second one is just so good. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. They, they really, each have their purpose. Yeah, really, to me, it's what you're looking for. One, two, and three are all, all so different in their yeah, vibe. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that is true. I'm excited for the new one that's coming out. Yeah. All right. 5-2, Jake leading. Next movie, first tag, Sorority. Jake? Okay. Uh, I'm thinking it could be... I got a couple in mind. But I'll go with... Shit, was Carrie Sorority? I have no idea. I've never actually seen Carrie. I, I, I might be stupid for saying that. Uh, I'm gonna go with Happy Death Day. Fuck. Well, actually, not fuck. That was actually gonna be my guess. Too, I, I figured so that would be your guess. Day. So I kind of want to guess Carrie, but I'm like, no, Carrie might not even be sorority. I've actually never seen Carrie, so I might be stupid. Some people get mad at me for saying that, but I don't know. You can't just <laughs> throw a question for me. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, Happy Death Day. Neither of you got it right. Shit. All right. Well. <laughs> uh. No, Carrie is not about a sorority. Okay, all right, I figured. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> Wait, it's in high school, isn't right. it? It takes place like on prom night. It sure. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it's not even college. All right, I'm, I'm just a fucking idiot. All right. <laughs> the famous <laughs> high school sorority. The famous <laughs> high school. Hey, I can feel like that. Some clicks here and there. It's true. Yeah. All right. Grassy. Next tag, mysterious killer. Oh, happy death day. What the fuck? Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only movie about <laughs> sorority. <laughs> Shit, sorority. Sorority and mysterious killer. Uh, Jennifer's body is not about a sorority. That might be mentioned at some point. It also takes place in high school. Fuck, it doesn't. Damn it. <laughs> I'm bad at thousands oh, yeah, tonight. Right. They, they doesn't look like she's a high schooler. Well, let's <laughs> I mean, no, Megan Fox is 38 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Mysterious Killer and Sorority. Leon, if you think of one... I'm thinking I, I'm trying hard, to think. Uh, I'm thinking real hard. <laughs> the, crunchy, the, the uh, gears are grinding. <laughs> the keyboard clacking away. All work and no play makes chicken dull boy. Uh, Ignore the background. Sounds. <laughs> sorority. Cat, why you keep screaming at me? You got plenty of food. Sorority. Um, oh god, uh. The social network. That's a <laughs> the true horror film. What is the real killer in our society? <laughs> <laughs> um. Fuck, I keep. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just gonna pass. I generally. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of sorority. I'm um, gonna feel like an idiot when it's revealed. Sorority. Um. If, uh, I, um, Let me give you ten more seconds here. Yeah, no, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't think that's a sorority, but we'll say a movie. It's also not a mysterious killer. It's just it's Freddy Krueger. 
I don't guess what, what does mysterious mean? Is it like the killer itself? Yeah, you, you don't you know pass, who the killer so is. Yeah. I have a non-zero <laughs> right. chance of getting it. That's true, that's true, that's true. No Even if it's like point zero zero one. No <laughs> points that round. It is not a Nightmare on Elm Street. I figured. The, it is not the famous horror movie Pass. Um, <laughs> I'm looking it up now. I bet you there's a horror movie called Pass. <laughs> You're just going to find Hall Pass with Owen Wilson. Um, hmm. All right. Third and final tag worth one point. Telephone. Scream? Um, let me think. I guess there are sorority. Yeah, well. No, that's in fucking high school, too. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Oh, what's the, uh. Telephone. Is it. Am I stupid? There's a movie. Well, what's the name? That's not that. When a Stranger Calls? Maybe? I've never actually seen that. I don't know if that's a sorority babysitter. God, I'm stupid. I'm going to feel like such All an right. idiot. Fuck I got it. I'm, I'm going to go. Wait for Jake to guess. Yeah, I'm going to go with When a Stranger Calls. I know it's definitely wrong, but fuck it. I'll go with it. All right. I'm going to go with Black Christmas. Jake, not a bad guess, but it is Black Christmas. Oh, let's shit. go. The phone, right. there's in the house. The killer's there. Yeah, yeah. Let's sorority. go. I actually got one. I'll take my one point. Holy shit. I, I need yeah. to rewatch that again because I have not seen that in so long. That movie well, we watched so it last cool. year, but also I was yeah. also a movie <laughs> so, influence. I'm not, I'm not a... Fucking stoned there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a stoner. <laughs> yeah. But you keep mentioning those movies I've seen when I was high. <laughs> yeah, it was great when I was high. Oh, fuck, I don't remember the movie right. at all. I need to watch that again sometime. Jake's still with the lead. Five to three. Right. All right. No. Next movie. First tag. Childhood trauma. Okay, so... There's always the new Nightmare on Elm Street, where Freddy was a pedo. There's also... A pedo. God, that's like so 2010. <laughs> that was the big thing to not be. Nobody wanted to be a pedo in 2010. Oh, who wants <laughs> to be That's really changed. That's not what I meant. I'm going to get so fucking canceled calling out all these high school movies with sororities. <laughs> uh, uh, childhood trauma. Childhood. People are listening to this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go... Oh, this is a, this is probably totally wrong, but it is a big uh, theme. Uh, and plus, I don't know if people call this horror, but fuck it. I'm going to go with Gerald's Game, Stephen King's Gerald's Game. Okay. Um... Yeah, Childhood Trauma is pretty brown. I'll go, I'll go with the new Friday the Thirteenth. Why not? Not not for yeah, not 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 anymore on Elm Street. I mean, not Friday the Thirteenth. Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Neither of you are correct. Oh, right, for two points, second tag. Straight Razor. Straight uh, Razor. Oh my God. I have a guess. I don't know if it's gonna. Really it's Sweeney Todd. <laughs> uh, there is a lot of childhood trauma. There's a fucking orphan, Toby. It's <laughs> just like a drunk, abused by the Italian barber. Oh, it's Reservoir Dogs. Mr. Blonde obviously had a broken childhood. And uh, <laughs> there's a mysterious God. killer, too. Who's the yeah. cop? You're wondering the whole time. I'm not gonna lie, I was thinking Sweeney Todd, but I don't think that's. Is I'm that getting horror? a vibe that that's not. Well, I mean, he kills people. 
<laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, so does John Wick. <laughs> uh, Where's them in the barber Sweeney house? Todd is definitely horror, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Straight Might razor. Like flip over like barber. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what a straight razor would be. Every one of Freddy Krueger's hands, fingers, straight razor. <laughs> Levon's like, I'm doubling down. It's Nightmare on Street, I'm telling you. <laughs> he lied to me the first time. He's a straight razor. It's all a ruse. It's the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, 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 oh. Oh my god, I know it. Is it it? Oh, Levon, you can guess. I, yeah. I'm going to guess it. Uh, let me think here. Where was a straight razor in it? I don't remember a straight razor in it. <laughs> Wait, shit, hold on. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's a switchblade, isn't it? God damn it. <laughs> Wait, what the are you bully, the like, bully has like a straight... Yeah. yeah, that's not a straight razor. Oh, yeah, he steals the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine, fine, fine. I'll stay with it, whatever. It's childhood it, trauma. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with my guy. I'm saying Sweeney Todd. Fuck it. <laughs> Both of you are incorrect. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I really wanted to be Sweeney Todd. Alright. For one point, final tag, photographer. Photographer. Oh my god. Photographer. Straight razor. Uh, what was that video game called again? Where you take pictures of things. Where it's... We're doing movies. <laughs> 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 oh, photographer. Photographer. There's one hour photo with Robin Williams, which is a creepy movie about a guy who that's what it's gonna crosses be. his pictures. But I don't think that's what it's going to be. <laughs> well, it might have. It might be. There is a scene where it explores his childhood, and he had a really rough childhood. That's why he like stalks people and takes pictures of them. Childhood trauma, but it's not really a horror. All right, I'm I'm mm -hmm. imposing a new rule. You can have one lifeline throughout this entire game. What is the lifeline? I look it up on Letterbox. <laughs> but you can look through your Letterbox like watched films. All right, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> using his one lifeline for the game oh for the game yeah we've got it okay you can do it twice all right all right twice starting now all right all right this is good radio we just silently think about movies for 20 minutes. <laughs> You're listening yeah. to 20 minutes of silence. Silence. Uh, it's not collector. Best music for your ears. Best music for your ears. You can only hear it with your ears. Wow, even my fucking watch list, I don't know what it would be. Am I just this bad? Am I, am I just a fraud? Am I not actually a horror fan? Uh, All right, mm. Jake. I'm giving you. I've... I'm giving you 30 seconds, starting now. Okay. None of it is my chance to do it. 
I don't know. I'm trying to like figure this shit out. <laughs> like none of these are like about trauma though. Like, just... what movie had just like movies have straight razors and go from there. I, I don't know. The collect- I feel like it's gonna narrow it down quicker than childhood trauma. All right, Jake. Time yeah, is yeah, up. Need a final answer. The collector. It's totally wrong. Yeah, All right, leave on thirty seconds starting now. Okay. Okay. Um. Are we sure it's not Sweeney Todd? <laughs> Pretty darn. Um, there were no photographers in Sweeney Todd. I just can't think of any movies that have photographers, and that's more on me than anything. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Five, uh, four, three, uh, two, uh, one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to pass. All right, no points to this movie. Maniac. Oh my uh, god. Uh, of course. Oh, that's so niche. Oh, fuck. That's true, though. What uh, was the straight razor? Is this original or new one? I mean, it's both of them. The, that's the, right. That's what he uses to scalp women with. Dude, I remember the exact oh, moment that my heart sank yeah. in that movie was like, he was with her the whole time, and they were having a great time. I'm like, oh, this is great. He's going to find love. And then she's like, oh, yeah, that was my boyfriend that just called. And I'm like, oh, mm. oh. <laughs> That's the worst feeling. Hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see it. Man took an L that day. Check out last week's episode. And a scope. Uh, listener, I talk a little bit about the old and new Maniac. I have to see the original. Yeah, you should. The new Maniac is mid. I, I liked anyway, it Anyway, moving on. Moving <laughs> on. No point. No points. <laughs> Score is still 5-3, Jake le- leading. Alright. Next movie. First tag. Legend. I am legend. Oh, it could be. I um, am legend. <laughs> uh, the Legend of Sweet Todd. <laughs> <laughs> um, legend. So some creepy urban legend. They say if you do this. Oh, uh, Candyman. Okay. okay, leave on. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. That was my thought too, but I'm thinking. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Candyman, too. It is Candyman. Woo! Three points to both of you. Yeah. What's the final take, Bumblebee? <laughs> uh, it was uh, Baby and Mirror. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, there... so Jake is up to eight. Levon is up to six. There's no movie like Bloody Mary movie, is there? I'm sure there's some. Probably dig. Probably some Asylum. Let's look it up. Bloody Mary. <clears throat> There's a 2006 movie, movie called Bloody Mary. That oh, guy. Probably <laughs> abysmal ratings on Letterboxd. And Letterboxd stopped loading. Yeah, it's a fucking horrible ratings on Letterboxd. <laughs> 2006. Yep, All right. there you go. <laughs> Next there movie. First tag for three points. Chainsaw. Well. I mean... Well, it could be oh. Evil Dead 2. <laughs> However, or uh, I'm going to go... The, the Evil Dead 1 and Army of Darkness yes, and Evil Dead 2013. And... The list continues. It could be the Ash vs. the Evil Dead popular TV series. Well, it seems obvious that it'd be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Texas. But 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 all right, Levi's gonna go with that. And here's I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna take a really 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 huge fucking risk and potentially just throw the game, uh, because I'm fairly pretty confident that it is that. But I'm gonna call the bluff and say it's too obvious. It's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm gonna go with high tension, because there is a scene that's like a big thing. Is the weapon is the chainsaw being used? No 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 not high tension. (laughs) You know no no fuck it. I'll say I'll say high tension. It is neither of those. Damn it. So isn't high tension, isn't that a buzzsaw, not a chainsaw? It's close enough. <laughs> yeah, but. Well, I might have an idea for what it could be now, my other potential chainsaw. Okay, All right, what's the next one? Next tag, let's go. Next tag for two points, 1980s. Oh, I'm so bad with years in movies. <laughs> Remember, you have two lifelines available, Levon. Yeah, I'm gonna use one. Well, I only have one left. I don't need it. Fuck it. Chainsaw in the eighties. What do we got here? Pull a butter box here. There's a scene in Book of Eli where a guy with a chainsaw is chasing Denzel Washington through a waste Question is, will I remember the chainsaw the scene when I'm looking through my, my stuff? You <laughs> You should. You should uh, wait, I, I look I look at films, right? Okay, okay. Okay, that's way too small. Make them bigger, please. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're looking. 80s. Okay, so it's not Zombieland. Plus, I'm pretty sure it's not really a chainsaw in that movie. There's it's probably not Halloween 2021. It is not Halloween 2021. No. There was there... Oh yeah, Halloween Kills was 2021. <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, it's Carrie. No. <laughs> I'm gonna the go... famous chainsaw scene in Carrie. <laughs> Yeah, in this sorority. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fuck it. I'll go with my what I was going to guess before. I know this is wrong. I'm dropping the ball so hard, but I'm gonna go with Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Was that even 80s, or am I just an absolute buffoon? Well, is is the <laughs> final answer for this tag? <sighs> It shouldn't be, but... I need the... the, Who wants to be a millionaire? Uh, Fuck it, sure. (laughs) Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. It's wrong, but whatever. Alright. I'm giving you 30 seconds here. So, I like the fact you can sort by a year in Letterboxd. Um, Uh, Bonkers. So... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. Uh, do I have to specific? If it's in a series, I'd say the specific movie or just the series. If multiple this movies is, fit. This is a movie. It's a specific movie we are doing here. Okay, uh, I am gonna go with Evil Dead Two. It is neither Tucker and Dale versus Evil <sighs> or Evil Dead Two. Final tag for one point, mm. based on a novel. Final tag based. Final tag, it's based. Chainsaw, 80s, based on a novel. Okay. Alright, fuck it. I gotta use the lifeline. (laughs) Alright. Jake has no lifelines left. Fuck it. Probably should have saved this for a three point round, but whatever. You gotta get that one point, though. 
I got a pull head. It could be the fly. No. Uh, the famous chainsaw scene. <laughs> the famous chainsaw scene in American Werewolf in London. <laughs> of course, it could Werewolf just be it takes place. Werewolf with a chainsaw. It's not audition. Here I'm now looking at movies that maybe like <clears throat> take place in the eighties. Um, oh, that's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> Not necessarily movies from the eighties. Sort through your mind's filing cabinet, Levon. Think of every movie you've seen that has a gnarly chainsaw in it. Based on a novel, <laughs> Bubba Hotep. Yeah, <laughs> Bubba I still need to watch that. God. I've owned a copy of that movie for eight million. Well, wasn't that your idea to put on the movie list last year, and then you weren't there that night or something? Well, fucking, I'm, I have a job. No, 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 no. It's not your fault. No, I get it. You, you were busy. Like, it's... yeah, no, that's happened multiple times. So you guys okay. watched Manhunter without me. You guys would have never watched Manhunter if it wasn't for me. <laughs> All right, I have a guess. All right, Levi, okay. what's your guess? Uh, that's probably wrong, but, oh, so we had, one more time, we had, what are the three clues? 1980s, and this last tag, based on a novel. Uh, Mandy? Oh, I was just about to guess Mandy. Shit, is that based on a novel, though? That I don't know, but, that's my guess. This is like the sh oh, I'm giving you a little bit longer than 30 X. seconds. I put my timer away. There we go. 30 mm. seconds. Uh, ch -ch -ch -ch. Fuck it. Yeah. Mandy. Incorrect, gentlemen. Damn it. Zero points to this movie. Now, Jake, you were on to something with taking place in the 1980s. It's American Psycho. Oh my uh, god. Is that even classified as horror on Letterboxd? Holy shit. Because I was sorting by horror and then by decade. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, it's not even here. What yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't realize that that's. No, you're, no, no, no. It's not, it's not your fault. <laughs> no, that's all good. <laughs> that's Letterboxd. The genres for Letterboxd are drama, thriller, and crime. Interesting. And it has themes of horror, mm. thriller, Violence, oh, sexuality, cannibals. Yeah. <laughs> I like Hunter Hunter. Jake still leads eight to six. Far out. It's not an impossible deficit, Levon, I believe. No. I just got to get it right once. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't. All right. Next movie. First tag for three points. Maggot. I got it. Lost Boys. Okay, Levon. Lost Boys. Okay, make it. Make it. Hmm. I don't want to say Lost Boys. <laughs> Should I? I? I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just the host. <laughs> that is fair. I've actually never seen any of these. 
He doesn't like movies. He hates them. I don't like movies. I fucking hate movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, I'm trying to think. Make it. Uh, you know, yeah, Lost Boys. I'll just keep it even. If <laughs> incorrect, gentlemen. Damn, yeah, I thought this was gonna be a little nice, little deep cut there. You're eating. Uh, that's a good. That's a. That's actually very. I wasn't even thinking of the Lost Boys. You're eating maggots, Michael. Um. Next tag, two points. Guide dog. Guide dog. Oh god. Guide dog. And maggots. Oh. Uh Wow, how they be maggots though. Shit, maybe not. Who's got a dog in movies? Someone who's blind. I don't think it's don't breathe. Could be I am legend. No. At one point I was like it could be the fly because you mentioned maggots, but like there's no maggots in that movie. There's know. barely flies in the movie to be honest. <laughs> I know, yeah, there's at least one fly. There's at least one two flies. There's one fly and there's the brundle fly. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say there's whatever the fuck Jeff Goldblum becomes. <laughs> I wouldn't call that a fly. <laughs> it's the brundle fly. No, it is the brundle fly. The You're absolutely right. Uh. Guide dog and maggots. Who's the guide dog? I'm probably overthinking it. Uh, there's the dog, or it's a wolf. It's something in Cabin Fever, but I don't think there's maggots in that movie. All right, Jake, we're going in 30 seconds. Never mind. I keep putting put my fucking timer away. All right, 30 seconds starting now. Uh. Mm. Uh, oh god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Isn't the boogeyman made of maggots in Nightmare Before Christmas? Is there a guide dog? I don't know. I'll fall back to that if I can't think of one. <laughs> you don't have much time. <laughs> yeah, you got seven seconds. Time's up. Alright. Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. No, you know what? Screw it. I am legend. Alright, leave out 30 makes seconds. More sense. Uh, it comes at night. Okay. And eh, sorry, yeah. Hans, wrong guess. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the last tag? <laughs> last tag for one point. Cult director. What the fuck does that? Cult director. Well, fuck. Okay. <laughs> is there a fucking guide dog in Night Over Christmas? And is that a horror film? Because, I don't know. Was... Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, isn't that... that... You just uh... guessed? What? That's what you just guessed. No, I said I Am Legend. I switched to I Am Legend. Yeah. I Am Legend, that's right. Well, I mean, it's I not Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't think it's Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> okay, it's not a Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> unless you count... <laughs> I will give you Oogie Boogie being made out of maggots, but unless you count Zero as a guide dog... Zero, that's the dog. dog yeah. in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Guide <laughs> dog. I guess he does. He does lead the sleigh. He is a guide dog. Uh, yeah. There's a guide dog in Grinch too. Who knows what the Grinch is made out of? <laughs> green. He's green. He's made out of green. He's made out of green. He's made out of hatred and racism. He lives on envy. <laughs> he hated Whoville. <laughs> Fuck those Who's. <laughs> uh, How many Who's can one Grinch take? 
least seven. At least seven. <laughs> the cost six million who's were killed. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> and guide dog <laughs> this yeah. is a tricky one <clears throat> yeah the movies are getting harder too yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but it's all stuff that you've seen I promise that's fair mm. alright Jake 30 seconds it's the sand lot the sand <laughs> <laughs> um I'm gonna go with uh oh what was the one? Fuck. Fifteen seconds. <laughs> Seven seconds. Uh green inferno. Definitely not okay. true. Definitely not right. <laughs> uh leave um, on thirty seconds. I'm gonna go with Suspiria. It is Suspiria. What? Let's go. Megan's because she hasn't left food. Yeah. Mostly Cold Director got me there, though. I mean, how yeah. many Cold Directors are. Wait, who the fuck yeah. is the guide dog in the movie again? Oh, I don't know. Piano, I the piano player that's blind, and then the guide dog tears his throat out. Wait, is this the original Suspiria? Oh. It's yeah. The original. Yeah, the original. yeah, that explains it. God, I don't remember any of that movie. <laughs> God, it's so bad. I know, it was funny. We were just talking about Saw and Suspiria, and then we started playing this game. Like, oh, God, they're going to get those two right away. But... No, 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 no. I got to, nope. like, re-put nope. Suspiria on my watch list again. Matt, I need to see the ending finally. Right. <laughs> Jake is at eight. Levon's at seven, though. Come back with those one points. With, with three, <laughs> three movies left. So eight and seven out of a possible 30. Hell yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. that's if you were like a savant. So that's truthfully like the best that you could do. All right, next movie. I almost just read the next movie out loud. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> All right, Hereditary. Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first tag. Body horror. Oh. Um. Okay. Well, that's a trillion and five different things. But I am gonna go with the all-time classic, The Fly. Yeah, okay. The Fly. It is not the fly. I already know what it is. What's the second tag? Next, <laughs> next tag, dystopia. Oh, okay, it's not the thing. Never mind. Uh, oh, oh, maybe this might be a long shot. Uh, Videodrome. Okay, leave on. No, leave us seen that. Fuck. <laughs> I've never seen that. Show. That is. That's wrong. Um. <laughs> Body horror and dystopia. Video drama is fucking nuts. I started it and then I was watching with a friend of mine on Discord and our internets were too bad, so we just each started it at the same time. Uh, but he ended up actually pulling up like an extended version that had like fan edits. So he was like 25 oh. minutes behind me all of a sudden. So I made a comment oh, and he's like, weird. what the fuck are you talking about? So we just stopped because it was like after an hour. <laughs> so I, I, I do got to go back and watch it again at some point. But That movie is... It's interesting. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. I, I have no idea what any of that movie means. I mean, I could probably figure it out. See, that's elevated horror, and that movie came out in, like, 1984. Yeah, but it was actually good. Like, it's not necessarily yeah. scary, <laughs> but it's not, like, a slow burn nothing. Like, there's actual shit happening the whole time. It's true. It's true. It's not just him staring at a TV like, this is pornography, and then it ends mm -hmm. where he's in a torture chamber of Red Room shit. <laughs> it's true. 
dude, the only way it keeps coming to my mind is not horror. It's the one where it's like the guy gets teleported to the future and becomes the smartest person because everyone else is dumb. <laughs> Idiocracy? Yep. That's the only <laughs> one that keeps popping into my mind. How is that body horror? It's <laughs> that, that all so fat. Everyone's just looking gross. Um, Wally. Anyway, I, uh, the, my actual guess will be Midsommar. Okay, incorrect, both of you. Shit. Yeah. And the final clue for one point, murder of a child. So we've got body horror, dystopia, and you know what? murder of a child. I am going to go with Possessor. Okay, yeah. Let me think for a sec. That's Matt's Possessor. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to go with Possessor. It is. Hey! Fantastic yeah. movie. I fucking love no, that. You know, that actually, like, popped into my head for a second, too. I'm like, eh. When he said body horror, I thought, I was like, okay, The Thing. That's uh, what I was going to guess if The Fly was wrong, but that's not dystopia. And then, I should have gone with it. When dystopia came around, it popped into my head. Yeah. Uh, I love Possessor. I haven't seen it in a couple years now. I need to rewatch it. Yeah, it was on this year's it's, Halloween marathon. That's my first saw it. I movie. thought it was, like, just amazing. Even the trailer is fantastic. Yeah, Possessor is cool. Okay. Jake, nine. Levon, eight. With t two movies to go. Oh, my so God. Close. All right. Next movie. First tag. Stalking. Well, the obvious one of It Follows. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right, Levon. Maniac would be good, too, if he didn't already have it. <laughs> That's true. Should have put uh, Maniac on here twice. <laughs> that would have thrown us. <laughs> um, stalking. Jake says it follow. I. This might screw me over, but I'm gonna go with Halloween. It's probably Halloween. It is neither. It follows Ooh. nor. I got scared for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second tag, two points. Mind game. Oh, I think I got it. But I'm gonna Shit. let Stalker. Mind game. I think I think I got it. Uh. Fuck. I'm gonna go with. This is a bit of a long shot, but I guess mm -hmm. it has the mind game aspect to it. I'm going to go with your next. Okay, Levon. Uh, the Invisible Man. Fuck! Have I seen that? What? There's no way. It's you're, not the Invisible Man. Okay, you're right, Jake <laughs> hasn't seen it, but oh, if it's a well. I think I saw part it of it. Is, yeah. It is not your next. Shit. Oh, yeah, I, thought, I thought for you, sure. But then, yeah, Jake hasn't seen it. I don't think I've actually fully seen it. <laughs> he was like, wait, have I seen that shit? That sounds like it would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the final tag for one point, film within a film. Ooh. Film. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait, am I... Hold on, I might be stupid. 
I, I know. I <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucking. Oh, well, maybe. I have a backup guess. <laughs> okay, this is stupid. I totally forgot. Did we already have Scream? <laughs> oh, we, we, not, we did not have Scream, no. Okay. I thought back, I was like, wait a minute, the sorority one, wasn't that? <laughs> no. I guess <laughs> sorority and Scream. No, no, no. Um, fuck it, film within a film. Was in college. Stalker and Mind Game. I... I'll go with Scream. Which one? One? <laughs> All of them. Does it? Oh God! <laughs> Do not <have> specify. Uh... <laughs> yes, he did specify earlier. You yeah, have to say the specific movie. Specific movies. Fuck! What was the one other than the movie? I think it's the third one. Uh. He's. It is the third one. If you want to guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scream three. Okay. Oh shit! So I was thinking Scream two, but <sighs> I was slightly thinking four. But then I realized that that's not an actual movie. You said movie within a movie or film within, within a film, yeah. My yeah. Game and stalking. It's gotta be. Th I, I think it's gotta be three. Then Scream three. It's not gonna be any of the other ones. So I'm gonna go Scream three. Okay, I feel bad because I definitely. I think I led you guys down a different path than I intended with this. <laughs> film within a film. It is Wait, not I'll... Scream three. It is not Scream three. It's it is four. <laughs> No. It is perfect blue. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh. Man, that's all I gotta rewatch. God damn it! Have these movies gotta rewatch? Because <laughs> everyone else was watching that one. I was not high because I'm not a stoner. I was not Talking high. I was, however, very distracted. Film. And in a foreign film where you need to read because it's subtitled, <laughs> it's hard to. You what get distracted and also come back thing? like, oh shit, what happened? Film within a film. Sorry, I mean, what was what was the second one? Then? Mind game. Okay. Yeah, I, guess oh, I don't remember the mind game part as well, but yeah, no, that that fits. Okay, so why don't you just say anime? <laughs> I would have had it, man. I would have had I know, it. <laughs> I know you're right. Uh, nine to eight. I know one of the IMDb tags was like Japanese film, and I was like, well, I don't want to make it like baby mode easy for them. I don't. I don't and even think that would have helped us to be. It could have been. It could have been the house, man. It could have been the yeah, house. It could have been, been house. It could have been house. Oh God. <laughs> That'd be a different type of mind game. It'd be the mind game for the viewer. <laughs> right. Okay. Final movie. So the hardest movie, and we're all we're doing oh excellently so far. <laughs> all right. Three points. First tag. New Orleans. Okay. New Orleans. Hmm. Okay. Oh fuck it. I I have no idea, so I'm just gonna guess the one that I know briefly takes place down south. Uh The House is October Built. Which is okay. not correct. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> all right, leave on balls in your court. Yeah, it's like I have a better answer. Um, <laughs> New Orleans. Movie place in New Orleans. My God. <laughs> all right, I just keep thinking of a uh, Walking Dead video game. All right, starting. Your time or your count. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't fucking know. 
Uh, I'm going to pass. Sweeney okay. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> the Demon Barber of New Orleans. Yes. My favorite. It's just the okay. bootstrap. <laughs> uh, the bootstrap? What? Or the, the, what's it called again? The uh... bootstrap? The bootstrap? What? Bootleg? Bootleg, that's what it is. Bootstrap. <laughs> <laughs> the bootstrap. <laughs> Bootleg version. <laughs> okay. Second second tag, two points. Grindhouse film. Uh, do I need to explain what a grindhouse film is? Please. Yvonne? Okay. I would private the grindhouse, grindhouse film is a is an exploitation film from the seventies or eighties. Typically low budget, typically with uh, a lot of like sex and violence. I'm gonna go okay. with. Oh, well, wait a minute, hold on. What? Oh, 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 oh! I think I know what it is. Uh, from dusk till dawn. Dusk till dawn. Okay, I. Um, let's see here. Levon, you still have a lifeline. I know. I'm thinking if I want to use it right now or wait for one more tag. Just in case. Then I could tie. Um, let's... Hey, let's do From Dusk Till Dawn is my current answer. Alright. No. You know, the, the famous movie that takes place in Mexico. Yeah, but oh, they yeah. crossed the border at one point. I forgot, like, maybe I forgot where they... From New Orleans? New Orleans. <laughs> they crossed... They went They went through the ocean to get to Mexico. <laughs> uh, I'm probably not Googling New Orleans on a map right now. <laughs> you don't know where New Orleans is? Man, I don't know where fucking Illinois famously is. devastated by Hurricane Katrina. It's in, yeah, it's in Louisiana. Yeah. It's down south. You know, you go to the Gulf of Mexico. You can't they might, get to Mexico directly. They might have started and they just head west a little bit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, just, I figured I was like, okay, he named nice. a southern place. All right, they go to Mexico. Levi and I both see, I was going to say like Death Proof or Planet Terror because Levi hasn't seen those. Right. You're not wrong. Okay, but this is like a, all right. I'll give you another hint. I've seen this like three like exploitation a, films. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah, this is like a real grindhouse movie, like a like a fake, like kitschy one. This is like a real one that would have been shown in an actual grindhouse. Okay. Final tag for one point <laughs> <laughs> in this ill-advised um, game I've created. No, no, no it's fun. That's <laughs> no, good. Blindness. I know. Oh God, blindness. Ah, uh, exploitation. It's all about. I'll give you two. One more hint. Okay. Okay. Because I do feel bad picking this movie. This is definitely one that will need to be rewatched because it's been a couple of years. Oh, but God. we all watched it together. Oh God. Okay. Now I'm not actually sure if Levon was here for this movie. Right? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What's the extra hint? I think he was. We'll see. What's the extra hint? That was the extra hint. Oh. It's, it's been a couple of years since I thought it was oh. a tag. Oh, okay, all, okay. But we all watched it together. Shit. Um, we all watched it together. 
well, I'm going to use my, my lifeline. Um, God damn it. And I'm going to start looking through films. <laughs> uh, did you do Is it all my letterbox for sure? You can look through my letterbox. <laughs> I don't know if it's on your letterbox. Lol. Yeah, that's a good point. Let's, let's see. And then we'll go to films. That's a lot, a lot of look throughs. I'm sorry, I've never <laughs> seen a movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Scroll through all of Matt's movies on Letterboxd. It's got to be in here somewhere. <laughs> Remember, okay. 70s or 80s. So that should narrow it down. This one should undoubtedly actually show up in the horror category. If it doesn't, Letterboxd's <laughs> annotations are fucked. I'm going through. Jake, I will allow you one more lifeline if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, closes out a letterbox. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. I play fair. All right, all right, all right. I'll go back on to you. Films. Genre. Horror. Oh, it's the black phone. No, I'm just kidding. Uh. It's the black phone. Okay. No, 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 no. Um. All right, I'm giving you both one more minute to sort this out. That's fair. I gotta, I gotta look faster. <laughs> God. <laughs> is ticking gentlemen this this pick was in, in retrospect a really <laughs> bad idea I, but i didn't want to make this game like too easy either my biggest fear is that we'd be dusting through these movies boy was i wrong yeah you uh yeah you, you made them fun fucking I'm, I'm, new orleans is good that's just throwing off part of me's like i want to be so like the here. rocky horror picture show but that's not in new orleans and nor is really a horror uh. Or have to do with blindness, famously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's one of the tags. Fuck, I forgot what that is. <laughs> I guess everyone at the time warp scene was wearing sunglasses. It's impossible. Let's do the time warp again. Dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking through my shit on Letterboxd. Wasn't there... Exploitation. A blind character in this movie? Oh, minutes up. <laughs> minutes oh, up. All right. No, Jake, you will. House. All right, house. Levon. Yes, so my answer would be... <laughs> um... Oh my God, I really have no clue. Um... Exploitation. We don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um. All right. So my my guess will be um. What is what is that one? Um, what is that one? Just take what another is minute. that one? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me ramble a bit more here. Sure, I'm sure I'm glad I set this time limit for you. <laughs> What's the later? That's great. That's great. Oh. Uh, I don't um. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. House of the Devil. It's not it, but. It is. Neither house, the Japanese film about <laughs> fuck, Japanese Fuck, school. not New Orleans. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck. Oh, my God. Nor is it the house of the devil, unfortunately. 
It yeah. is Lucio Fulci's cult classic, The Beyond. Uh, let me, let me, I think Italian let me horror film. This. It's like we've only watched this in the 2020 marathon. That's what I yeah, should have gone yeah, to. Yeah, but was I there? I should have gone to that list on my letterbox, not my watch list. I thought you were. Or my film list. Young inherits an old hotel in Louisiana where, following a series of events, she learned the building was built in entrances of hell. The yeah, you know what's funny? That was also a film where I was like incredibly distracted when we watched it. You're always distracted. Apparently. No, it's been like five movies, and three of them were on this list tonight. You know, I need this trailer. That... Beyond. Oh my god. All right, that was a disappointing way to end this game. I'm gonna pull up. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. Up... <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm pulling up it. one more, one more movie, and the points are gonna be worth double. Ooh, for this all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Um, the Beyond now is I... definitely not on my letterbox, but I don't okay. remember what I if how I would have missed it. Dude, yeah, because you watched all 31 that first year, right? No, I think I watched 30. The, the first year, I'm pretty sure I saw it. Or saw everything but, like, one. But maybe that was the one. <laughs> Look around. Do you remember all the other 30? <laughs> you have the list on here. I'll post the list here. Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, yeah, let's look at that here. Okay. You uh, pull another movie up, man. Yeah, I'm picking my last movie here. Is this an order, Jake? Yeah. So we watched it on October 28th. 28th. So that was towards the end of the month. I don't remember. They look like people I either. I fucking love that movie. It was on a Wednesday night. Yeah, well, I don't know why I wouldn't have seen it on a Wednesday. Oh no, I closed out the scoreboard. Shit. Well, it was 9 to 8. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 9 to 8. 9 to 8. It was 9 to 8. Uh, Jake leading. One last movie. Points are worth double, so this first tag is going to be worth six points. All right. And this first tag is based on a novel. Based on a novel. Fuck it. We'll go full send. The Shining. I was going to say The Shining, too. Carry, watch it be carry this time. <laughs> it could be carry. It could actually be carry. That could apply to carry. Applied <laughs> a lot. You know what? You know I'm going carry. Shit. God damn, it's gonna be We're doing different answers. It's gonna carry. Be carry. No, he's gonna win because it's carry. It's neither carry. Nor uh, all, right. <laughs> all right. Second tag, worth four points. House. Oh my god! It's house. It's... <laughs> Uh, Monster House. Monster House. <laughs> Famously based on a novel. Uh, based on a novel. House. Uh, it's like a haunted house. What was the first time you got? Based on a novel. Based on a novel and a house. Alright, starting the timer again for one minute. Mm. <laughs> That's uh, fair. House novel. It's almost time, children. Oh, it's Halloween 3. No. <laughs> <laughs> Famously based off a novel. My mind jumps to Stephen King, but yeah, more on I don't know, like zero Stephen King's shit. 
Yeah, I think you listed all two of them in that last round. Oh, two yeah, that's pretty much all I know. Uh, Gerald's <laughs> Game, In the Tall Grass. There's The Mist. Shining. Yeah. Carrie. The Mist. Carrie, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I missed the one just now. <laughs> Man, I won't fuck it. It's 11 o'clock at night, goddamn. It's still young. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, well, we're waiting. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not House of the Devil. I'm gonna go House of the Devil. I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed no, no, to you're say fine, that. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I don't think I was gonna guess oh, that. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, oh. Uh, the haunting. Mm. It is the haunt. Let's go! Oh, yeah. The it. book Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, and that's, job. yeah. It's good job. Jake also the Netflix it. show. Jake wins it 13 to 8. Thank you all so Ooh. much for playing. Good game. Good game. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for being on this episode of Monsters at Midnight. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, Peter, uh, glad you invited us. Yeah. Uh, once again, uh, if you feel so inclined, you can follow all three of us at letterbox.com forward slash Matt Flamingo for me, forward slash Levani, L-E-V-O-N-I for Levon, forward slash Z-O-M-B-Y-K-I-L-L-R for Jake. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. This was incredible. Yeah, um, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. But it, I, all good things must come to an end, and I unfortunately must send these two back to their crypts and drive a stake deep through their icy, dead hearts. Until next time, catch you later. Sayonara. <laughs> Hour 56 on mine.